Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you with a narcissist or are you with a sociopath? Today, let's dive into that and let's talk through some of the differences. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change, and development. I work with people every single day across the globe trying to help them deal with the crazy making and the confusion of being with a toxic person. I meet with people on Zoom calls, do workshops, events, live Q&As, all types of things to try to help people understand sometimes the mind or the thought process of the narcissist and also how to get free. We have a community that we built uh, called the NARCAP. You can look at narcap.com. And we also have a challenge that you can go through to be able to get free, to take back your power and to discover you at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, hit subscribe, hit that notification so you get notified when we drop new content about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, anything like that. We'd love to have you part of the community here. So when we're talking about narcissists or sociopaths, sometimes they seem very, very similar. And that's because a lot of times they are. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if a person's a narcissist or if a person's a sociopath. Are we looking for just that idea of if they're one or the other, then we know that we can leave or that we know that what might happen or we know what we can do at that point? Well, today we're gonna to dive in a little bit and I just wanna define narcissism and sociopath, give you some of the highlights of both of them, uh, some of the differences, and then some of the ideas of what do we need to do about it? Or if you're with a person that's narcissistic or a sociopath, what's that look like? What do we actually have to do? So when we're talking about narcissism, there's nine different characteristics. We're not gonna dive through all of them, but I wanted to dive through some of them to give you just an overview, an idea of narcissistic personality disorder. When we're talking about it, we're talking about first off like that self-importance, that sense of grandiosity of I'm the best thing ever. No one else is as good as me. I'm the center of the universe. There's all this piece here that's like, oh, this is me. There's this piece of like entitlement that comes into it as well of like, because I'm the best thing ever, I'm also entitled to you. I'm entitled to your money. I'm entitled to your image. I'm entitled to your body. Like all those things are this, this aspect of narcissism that comes into it. There's also these fantasies, sometimes of power, of success, of ideal love, all these different things that are thought there that are, are something that also goes into the self-importance and the entitlement. For me, a big part of it was this idea of like a fantasy of like ideal love. Like the next person will actually be the right person. Like the next person will be the person that'll connect or that'll actually get me, that'll actually know me, things like that. Uh, narcissists oftentimes are looking for excessive validation, admiration, like this, this ad idea of like, hey, I want all the attention on me. For me, there's a huge part of like always needing that attention, always needing that supply from another person. So like I would always be texting, interacting, messaging other people because the idea is like I wanted that supply. I wanted that interaction. I wanted that person to be reaching out to me, like wanting that. And there's this aspect that with that, the narcissist oftentimes wants to be viewed as being special and being unique. Like no one else is like me. I'm the most amazing person ever. Like the grandiosity, but like no one else connects this way. No one else is the same as me. I'm special. And oftentimes they only want to associate with other people that they identify in the moment as being special. 
until they're not anymore and then they no longer care about that person, okay? Uh, oftentimes we're looking at someone who exploits others. Uh, let's use manipulation to be able to get what they want, to be able to manipulate and control another person to get a desired outcome for themselves. And typically it's someone who lacks empathy or is very low on empathy, uh, but doesn't necessarily mean that they have no empathy. A lot of times narcissists have aspects of empathy, but it's the process of if I give empathy, then a lot of times it comes back to me showing, oh, I did something wrong. That's more of like, we can't, we can't do that. And so then it comes across as having no empathy at all. Uh, oftentimes you're going to see them being envious of other people or thinking that other people are envious of them. So I didn't have as much of the aspect of being envious of other people, maybe sometimes of like specific things, like certain things, but there's more this thought process of like, because I'm so important, because I'm so special, because I have these fantasies and this entitlement, I believe that other people are envious of me. Like it was all like switched around of like someone to look at me and be like, yeah, you see me. Like there is that like puffed up piece, but then also this piece of like, oh, they're envious of me when they weren't. They didn't even think anything of me. Oftentimes you're looking for a person that has like constant validation needs, like they're always looking for that. There's this arrogance piece, there's the entitled piece that we talked about, and it impacts victims in a huge way that produces oftentimes anxiety, CPTSD, different stress, different autoimmune diseases, uh, different things that impact your self-esteem, your self-worth, and oftentimes you're left wondering and feeling crazy about what's actually going on. So when we talk about uh, sociopath, and we look at the definition, there's some things that seem very similar. Uh, a big aspect is like the lack of empathy. And typically what people say is with a sociopath, they have like zero empathy, like no chance of empathy at all. Uh, there's also this impulsiveness, like erratic behavior that a lot of times comes with it that seems like, hey, this, this a lot of times seems like a narcissist as well. Oftentimes you have this aspect of a, of a sociopath that's looking to exploit the other person even more so. And with this sense, a lot of times it's more on the intentional side of like, I'm going to do this intentionally to get something out of you, to manipulate something that I want. Um, with this, it typically is coupled with this lack of remorse or lack of guilt of it doesn't really matter what I do. Like, I don't really care about you. I'm just focused on me. There's that kind of aspect too, which seems narcissistic, but then the lack of remorse and guilt like gets pushed down to where it doesn't even seem to exist. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exist. Oftentimes with sociopaths, they normally will say they'll have like criminal antisocial behaviors. Like you'll have like a, a history of them being involved in crime or different things that happened there being having like issues with the law. Uh, this because typically how they define sociopath is they'll have this aspect of saying it, they have a difficulty following the rules. Uh, actually adhering to like the social norms of like, this is how you're supposed to act. This is how you're supposed to be, things like that. And oftentimes they come across as being reckless, uh, being like compulsive liars, like different pieces like that. And so when we look at both of those, they look very similar a lot of times. And so you might be scratching your head of like, wait a second, have I been with a narcissist or have I been with a sociopath? Because it seems like they could have been both. Well, when we think about narcissism, sociopath and psychopath, I want you to think of them as being on a sliding scale. 
of there being someone who might have narcissistic traits or tendencies, and then someone who is diagnosed as a narcissist, and then someone who is a sociopath, and then someone who is a psychopath. So think of it this way. All sociopaths are going to be narcissists. All psychopaths are going to be narcissists because they are all the way up on this higher level of the chain. But a narcissist is not necessarily going to be a sociopath or going to be a psychopath. Okay, so there's that kind of like delineation, that difference between the two. So when the difference is like there's a couple things that I want to be able to point out. So while they both end up manipulating, while they both have different aspects of like uh, not having empathy and like that piece seeming to be missing, there's a couple other things that are a little bit different, okay? The sociopaths oftentimes do not seek the admiration or the validation the same as the narcissist. Like a lot of times they're not looking to fill their cup with how you feel because they don't care. And so there's this aspect that like a narcissist might seek the validation, might look for that, a sociopath might not. They might just completely disconnect, do whatever they want to do, and not have to like go to you to get that type of supply. Typically, people say that sociopaths have crime in their background, uh, that they have like very, very short-lived relationships. And with narcissists, you a lot of times you'll see a longer relationship. And because the aspect here is they can form these close relationships, but they're typically shallow and they're one-sided especially when you're talking about someone who's with a covert narcissist, they might be with that person for years and never notice it or years and never figure out that that's what's happening. And so there's this aspect that a narcissist a lot of times can stick with a person a lot longer where a sociopath typically is like churning through people pretty fast. Okay. Um, now all these are just different concepts, different ideas. We're not diving into like every single nuance. The end of the day, I want you to think through, like, if you're struggling with the idea of, are they toxic? Like, is this person a narcissist or is this person a sociopath? Like, toxic is toxic. At the end of the day, don't wait to stick around to figure out which one it is. Of like, well, if they're a narcissist, then this. If they're a sociopath, then this. It doesn't matter. What matters is their actions. What matters is their behavior. What matters is the demonstration of what they're doing. This is why it's so important to establish clear and concise boundaries. Those boundaries are for you. They're not for them. They're for you to be able to say, no, this is as far as I'm going to allow myself to go in this relationship because of X, Y, and Z. You have to go down the process of finding you, of understanding who you are. You have to limit contact a lot of times, getting support from people that actually know and understand the stuff that you're going through. Sometimes you have to go through and you have to log evidence. You have to make sure that there is no way for this person to come back and say, well, you abused me. Well, you did this. Well, you took the kids, all this different kind of stuff to try to make sure that you're safe. Stay calm and don't react to them because that's playing into the game. Get help, reach out for support. You have to remember that sociopaths are narcissists and both of them are dangerous when not treated. And you have to be careful and get clear on what's actually going on. You can get clear in a couple different ways. Whether you want to work one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to rawmotivations.com. Whether you want to engage in the 45-day Clarity Challenge at claritychallenge.net, there's multiple things, multiple programs that we're trying to put together to help people get free. Because it's not enough just to know that you're dealing with a narcissist. It's not enough to know that you're dealing with a sociopath. It has to actually matter in a different way. And a lot of times you have to come to the conclusion that you have to choose your heart. You have to choose. It's going to be hard to stay with this person. It's going to be hard to leave. And it's one of the phrases that Kayla used whenever she was on our podcast talking through stuff. She was like, I got to the place that I had to choose the heart. I had to choose whether I want to stay with Ben, who was being abusive and mean and cheating, or did I want to leave and have to start over? And that was hard as well. At the end of the day, you have to choose you. You have to choose what is going to work for you. You have to choose what is going to help you grow, heal, change, and develop. 
If you're with someone today that's not being honest, that's not being vulnerable, and is not showing consistent change, then you need to leave. Because whether they're toxic, whether they're a narcissist, it doesn't matter. If someone that you're with isn't honest, there's no foundation. There's no grounding to be able to start or to build a relationship that can actually flourish and be the relationship that you'd want in a healthy relationship. Hopefully this helps. If you haven't already, hit subscribe, share this video with someone else that might understand or might be going through the same thing and be the guiding light for someone else.